episode 111. Ooh, you waited till I pressed record to say that. O2E. <laughs> Yippee-yay-ka-e. Welcome to episode 111, which we already recorded, but we figured we're going to try mm-hmm. this new style of intro a little bit longer until Ben hates it. Depends we, what type of music you put with it, I guess. Yeah, today we're talking about emotion. <laughs> we talked about emotion. Yeah. Some good stuff good in stuff. there. Ten different types of emotions, yeah. positive and negative. We agreed a lot. We did. I don't know why. I started off we must be feeling uh, a certain w- type of joyful happiness. I was emotion. prickly at the start. Were you? I was showing some prickly emotions at the start. Okay. Mm. Be warned, we people. Were talking about one of our friends being gone, and, and then, yeah, yeah. He's and a, he's then a Ben's going away to the sun. So, but it's all good. It's all. Yeah. It's all good, baby. So episode one eleven, Ben. Yep, one eleven. Let's go. Let's go. Boom. Oh, he had to take the whole day off before he left to pack his bags and have lunch and golf. I met him for lunch. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, no, I'm packing for Hawaii. Maybe I can escape to come down and have lunch. And then he's golfing in the afternoon. Like, if you're leaving for a week, shouldn't you be working <laughs> the day? <laughs> Lawyers don't work on Fridays. But I agree with you. He's a dick. He was So you guys have just joined us. Ben and I um, are discussing one of our friends who saw fit to send us multiple pictures from the golf course in Hawaii this morning so he's an unkind person I said fuck you and I wished hemorrhoids on him (laughs) in our group text and I stand by it (laughs) I think what I like more is is the wishing of hemorrhoids and I wished hemorrhoids on him wow gosh that's a that's a that's a little treat right there that's a nice little treat yeah, that's what he gets. It, we, we, he gets hemorrhoids. We're in you go to Hawaii, you get hemorrhoids. We're about to have the coldest day of last year and this year. For the next two days, it's going to be like single digits. Icky. Yeah, and he's in Hawaii playing golf, and it's 80. <laughs> Fucking now, asshole. Gosh, he <laughs> said the F word twice within like a minute. But I would be doing the same thing. Oh, you'd be sending pictures, you mean? Yeah. So... Welcome to Ordinary to Extraordinary. My name is Ben Clunt. This is my Scottish friend, Stephen Brown. And uh, yeah, it's Monday. We're recording from fellow co-working. Yeah. What are we recording on? We've already well, we've already demonstrated we've some. Already, yes, we definitely have demonstrated that. And actually, just so you know, the coldest days are actually coming, and it's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, are the coldest ones. Yeah, but like what? At 19, 20, 25 no. for the high. Yeah, but look at the lows. Yeah, those also coincide with the lows. Single digits. Yeah, yeah. So I leave on Thursday. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Which is <laughs> eight degrees that day. I need to leave. I'm, yeah, I need you to need book to, some juice. You should probably go somewhere warm. Yeah, you think? Yeah. So, uh, again, another good example of what we're discussing today, which is emotion, positive and negative emotion. And I want to start it off oh. with a definition interesting thing actually uh, so I was doing some reading this morning on emotion and there is actually not an agreed upon like definition of emotion because it's like biological versus psychological and a lot of that so you probably are going to want to talk about that because you're already throwing your hand up in the air yeah and so we will talk about that but first I do want to put out a definition that I want your opinion on but I thought was a pretty good definition of emotion it's not often you actually want my opinion 
Well, I purely want it for the listeners' benefit so they can know that where we differ on the topic itself, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Okay. A natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. I think that's a very succinct and accurate description. I don't differ with it at Okay. All. So there's where we stand on what our definition of emotion is, because I know sometimes when we get into these topics, I have heard that Stephen and I will argue for half an hour around what the actual definition of it is. We've, I, I want to say that... This is the quickest we've ever come to an agreement on anything, just so you are all aware of that as well. Date. Mark the date. <laughs> February 8th, we agreed, <laughs> without any changes, actually. Yeah. I think where we differ on definitions is when from a what, what I'm trying to think of the from a colloquial standpoint a lot of words earn different meanings or the meaning is evolved because it's a simile of another word mm -hmm. and I think oh yeah so I think the, the example I've been using a lot is discrimination and um What's the other word? Why can't I think? <laughs> Dear God, I've gone completely blank. Discrimination and uh, <laughs> prejudice. Okay. Similar, but not the same. Yeah. And often they're we, used we differ interchangeably. In our, yeah. Right. So well, I think that's where we differ on definitions. Because at the end of the day, we actually, I would say, morally, ethically agree for the most part on the same, like very similar. Most things. Yeah. yeah most things. Yeah. But okay. So we're talking on emotion today, positive and negative emotion. Um, anything you want to kick it off with? I just shared the definition, obviously, what emotion is a natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. So I had this further down. So I made some notes. I know you did too. Um, look at you. You almost wrote a novel on your phone. Um, you're getting all high tech. You used to just bring a little pen and paper. Yeah, but then I forgot it last time. So I was worried I was going to forget the paper again. So I just yeah. put it in my phone. Um, so there's a TED talk and it's a girl called Jessica Woods and she talks about prickly emotions prickly and how to avoid prickly emotions or other how to avoid reciprocating other people's prickly emotions more to the point but her question on emotion which kind of goes hand in hand with your definition because you talked about circumstances moods relationships and relationships right mm -hmm. is does your current situation align with your goals or expectations and essentially your emotions are born of those that question say that again does your current situation align with your goals or expectations and you're saying that the emotion will come out of if they align or don't align or maybe they're kind of getting there. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you or are you not progressing in a positive direction? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And what what she goes on to talk? It's only an eleven minute TED talk. You should check it out. It's yeah. really Cool. I will. Um, send it to me. Is, and I didn't listen to it today. I just I had to look it up to get the name of it. It's like um, how to avoid other people's prickly emotions or something. Mm -hmm. um, but essentially, what it does is. It talks about how past experiences play into our emotions and our perception or expectations of how people are going to react or how other people Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 You're trying to gauge their emotions before they have them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
but yeah, so but that's that's what your question made me think of. No, and that's good. And I actually wrote down here later on what I want to talk about is like managing emotions, negative emotions, prickly emotions is a nice word for it, right? Mm-hmm. Both in our, we can talk about in ourselves and others how we manage those emotions. But um, I was looking it up, and you always think of emotion as really. For the most of the time, I would say it's like you're being emotional, negative connotation, right? Like you're just being emotional about this is negative connotation. But there's actually 10 basic emotions that I was going to read too. And Steven's smiling over here because he likes because well, I have lists. I'm smiling because I'm intrigued. So there's 10 basic emotions, right? But I, what I found interesting, again, is a lot of the time emotions are seen as a negative thing, right? Like oh, you're just being emotional. Again, negative. Mm-hmm. First one they start with is joy, excitement, surprise. Sadness, anger, disgust, contempt, fear, shame, and guilt. Sounds like a night out with you. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel all ten emotions. Sounds like a night out with you. God, you're... And then the 11th one, which Stephen is, a dick. (laughs) Gosh. Come on, that was funny. That's funny. Sounds like a night out with you. There's joy, there's excitement, there's surprise, there's sadness, there's <laughs> anger, there's disgust, contempt from Ben to Steven, fear when, <laughs> never mind, shame and guilt. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay. Well, so those again were the 10 types of emotion. Anything you like, you likey, other than just saying it's a night out with me? Thanks. <laughs> I think that's a, again... It's, where did you get this information from? The Google. The Google. Well, these are those were two different articles, sites that I went to. Okay, so diff- I'd, have you still got those? Because I'd love to read them as well. Probably um, up on my computer somewhere and at if the you office. Send them to me. I'll put them in the show notes, and other people can read what you read. Okay, and I'll yeah. put the yeah, TED talk in there as well, and people can. Because we can do that now. We can have show notes. <laughs> Look at us getting like all high tech yeah. and fancy. So I think that's probably something that we need to start doing. Yeah. Is things that we cite. We need to give people the, oh, the access no, that, to go read, yeah, watch, that's listen, a good idea. whatever it is. So, no, I like that. Um, and joking aside, that is, like, if you think about every interaction you've had with people, whether it be professional or personal, yeah, often those are the 10 emotions that come and go fleetingly. Well, and the funny thing about emotion, some of it's controllable, some of it's uncontrollable, but it, I think it is a learned thing. <laughs> Like controlling your emotions, right? Both positive and negative emotions, and utilizing them in a way to like propel yourself forward, be it in your career, in your relationships, whatever it might be. And and I've been working on this the last, you know, six to eight months with my guy, uh, the psychologist, for those who don't know. And it's been really helpful with like, no, it's like I feel this emotion. You can acknowledge it and you can be in that moment, positive or negative, right? And then for the times when it's negative, it's like, wow, I'm really not enjoying this. I do not want to let it cripple me. It's an emotion I'm having. I do not enjoy it, but I'm going to move on from it. In the positive times, stop and acknowledge it, show gratitude for the positive emotion. And then, so that way, when you have the negative times, you can go back to the positive emotion, right? Think about a positive state and it alters your biological feelings. So it's Mm -hmm. like when you're feeling down, you think about good times and it lifts you up and propels you forward so 
Yeah, we just talked, a thought. We, I mean, we literally talked about that last week. In the funk. Talking yeah. about the funk, yeah. So, so this will be a two weeks after that one got aired. So if you didn't, it's kind of, yeah, Emotion, yeah. Funk was the last one we recorded. We got an interview that will come out, hopefully, as long as it stays on the calendar. Yeah. So on that, I think, and I think everybody that's listening has heard this advice when people say don't be emotional. Don't don't be emotional. And I think that's the worst advice. I say, that's not good advice. Ever. But yet we've all given that advice, I think, at some point, and we've all received that advice at some point. And I think there's a there's an element of emotional intelligence, right? So EIQ versus IQ. So what's your emotional intelligence quotient versus your intelligence quotient? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important both to acknowledge your emotions, to feel your emotions, mm-hmm. and to express your emotions yeah. in the appropriate way at the appropriate time. Um, but I don't think that we should make decisions in an emotional manner. Yeah. Unless well, it's I- fear. <laughs> if you're scared, yeah, somebody's run. got a gun to your head, but even still, you got to make a rational decision. Yeah. In that, so I mean, I've, I feel like I need everywhere I go signs that say Stephen Logic is not an emotion because it's it's been an issue my whole life in per, interpersonal relationships and work relationships where I expect the same level of knowledge from other people or the same level of logic, sorry, yeah. from other people. And it's my go-to, right? So I'm, I'm usually the one that, okay, deep breath, step back. How are we going to deal with this? Yep, this is a shitty situation, but what are we going to do? Right? Well, and your definition of black and white is different than some people's definitions of black and white mm-hmm. and logic even. Like the whole idea of logic could be another podcast we record on because people's definition of logic is not all the same. Yeah, so you're a Star Trek fan? No. I'm a massive Trekkie. Closet <laughs> Trekkie for that. I can't do that. You can? Ben Ben is doing the, the Spock thing and I can't do Bl- it. Live the, long and prosper, right? The two finger V thing. Yeah, live long yeah. and prosper. God, my, I got a spasm right now in my hand now. Yeah, I can't do that. Never have been able to. Um, what about, uh, but can, no, you, the, can you do this one? For me, the, <laughs> for me, the uh, <laughs> best iteration of Star Trek is the next generation. So the one that was on... I want to say it was like 92, 93, okay, okay, okay. early 2000s. Next generation. So you've got Captain Picard, the bald one, and you've got Data, who is a robot, and it sounds very uh, Wizard of Oz-ish, but he's a robot that wants emotions, and he fleetingly has emotions. Um, but his driving force, similar to Spock in the original Star Trek, is logic. So often... When humans are doing the human thing... Isn't that called a sociopath? (laughs) Often when humans are doing the human thing and experiencing pleasure, when they're experiencing grief, when they're experiencing all of the things that you described, Mm -hmm. he doesn't have that. Yeah. And he's confused by it. Kind of level. And to a certain extent, and I'm not emotionless by any means... Not at all. I can 100% relate to data... And being, and, and craving logic before anything else. Mm-hmm. Even when I'm hurting, I still want logic. It's still, I need to understand why. I need to understand. That's yeah, your way of coping almost. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's not an emotion. 
and it's probably the thing that I need to remember. I'd the say most. it probably derives from an emotion, though. Mm-hmm. Like, it's how you're dealing with your emotion. Just trying to seek logic and understanding and reason as to why you're feeling this particular way. Like, well, there's a reason why I'm feeling angry, and it's something that this person did. Now, what did they do that made me angry? Or what happened that, you know, and maybe yeah. it's just your own thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, whatever, but. Yeah. Um, so, but again, if we're going back to the definition, the types of emotion, that was a good example of being a sociopath in Star Trek. Damn but. So he is a sociopath. <laughs> but uh, let's talk positive and negative emotion. Okay. Because I think of those, you know, you think about, so joy, excitement, surprise, probably more so the fun emotions, if you, you will, right? Like people don't usually have negative unless it's negatively surprised, but then there's sadness, anger, disgust, contempt, fear, shame and guilt it's funny that one third of the list i would say are more positive emotions and then the other two thirds are probably seen you know by most as negative emotions mm-hmm. so or or derived from a negative action i don't know that's just kind of that which is probably why most of the time the word emotion is seen as a negative term versus a positive term i think emotion is seen as a negative term because when emotion is the driving force of anything, it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's and, and we've even talked about the fact that we've talked about people that follow their passion. Like, you know, yeah. that's that's kind of like the war cry these days. Like, follow your passion. Do what you want to do. And it's like, yeah, but that could lead to negativity in your life if all you do is follow this passion and you become so singular singularly focused on something that even in a positive light could be negative because you don't have any balance Mm -hmm. so i don't think that whenever you do something purely from emotion it's a good thing i think there's other factors that lead into both the decision making process and the actions after the decision making process yeah to create positivity so that i think that's probably why emotion gets that that negative connotation. Yeah, I thought I was going to say something. Oh, you might have to. I just stumbled there for a sec, but you you started off with something that like people usually associate with a negative, right? Like they're usually talking about emotions in a negative way. And what I wrote down is like people actually don't care about your emotions as much as you do either, right? Mm-hmm. And if they do, it's usually because it's a negative emotion that's annoying them or affecting them in some way too. But on the a little bit on the opposite side, joy, happiness, like those positive emotions, you think about the people who are almost just innately joyful and they're just like uplifting all the time. Like, oh my God, it feels really good to just be around you because like you just have a positive attitude and you seem just joyful and you bring a different type of energy as opposed to the other two thirds of people from an emotion that are like, God, your negative emotion is sucking the life out of me and I'm not even feeling these emotions. Have you ever been around somebody that's that? happy that that annoys you as well though where you're just like oh, i don't know if no not so much that they're happy but it's the people who that always tell me like no offense would be like the best goddamn day of my life like that type of thing it's like it's not the best goddamn day of your life like not every day is the best goddamn day of your life why because it's just a lie yes it is <laughs> so you just agreed that it is no. a lie <laughs> yes <laughs> it is 
not the best goddamn day of my life. I don't believe that. Because I'm still here and I'm better than I was yesterday. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> See, Stephen is a living example of what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fishing. <laughs> I know you are, you asshole. I got, I got mm. the reel out there and just waiting for you to take a bite. You're waiting for me to bite. You just like to poke the bear. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it's like anything. People don't care as much about it as you do. Um, my wife is reading a book right now. I read the book. I bought it for uh, a lot of our buddies, The Psychology of Money, mm-hmm. right? I told you to get it on your fancy electronic one because you wouldn't let me buy you a paper book because you'd never read it. But uh, I'll buy your electronic version if you want so you can Sorry, feel good. I got it already, I think. Did you? There's a line in the first couple of chapters, and, and I gave it to my wife to read too, the book, and she she pulled out the line. It's like, oh, this is a great line. And it's like, it's a, it's a great line, and it's very true. It's like, nothing is as good or as bad as it actually seems. Right? It's like, we seem to let our emotions run our like current state and be like, oh my God, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And then when you zoom out, give it a couple days, and you actually look back, you're like, oh, oh yeah, that did happen, wasn't it? Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. It's like, and I didn't. But what were you going to say? I want to know what you were going to say to that now. I got exactly the same thing written down in a different way. Yeah. So I've got neutral, positive, and negative, right? Mm-hmm. And I want everybody just to picture this as you're listening. I want you to think of a scale. In even increments, I want you to go from 1 to 10. Right, five being neutral, ten being positive, and one being negative. Right, and this is how I live in the sales world as well. And you have to do this because your sales cycles are so long. Sometimes mm-hmm. we never want to be at the extremes, so we never want to be yeah. all the way to the negative. You are the steady, right? You never want to be all the way at the ten because maybe occasionally you spike to there, but you want your drop to be back to a neutral to positive, right? So the way I break that scale up is six plus is good, right? You don't want to be at five because that's just kind of meh. You're I, yeah. Right? But if you're less than six, you got to be doing some things. We talked about environment. We talked, what, what was what was it I said? Um, does your current situation align with your goals or your expectations, yes. right? Yeah. Maybe your situation needs to change. Maybe the people in your life needs to change. Maybe the place you live needs to change, the place you work, the things you do on a daily basis, right? So these are all things that we can do to affect our emotional state. Mm-hmm. So and that's, those are even longer. Yep. Emo- like that's a long emotion. Six plus is good. Five and down, make changes, right? Now, I had this talk. We've actually had discussions about people before. I had to have a talk with one of my friends once when he was in a... I'm going to say, quote, unquote, toxic relationship. And I tried to explain to him that you go, you two go in this cycle of mega low, you're at the one, to the ten. And you're never just a six or a seven. Mm -hmm. And steady. It's everything's great. And sometimes these changes happen in five hours, four hours, eight hours, 24-hour cycles. I'll be with you on a Friday. And I see something horrific happen where you guys are just ready to murder each other. <laughs> and then on Saturday, I'm seeing beautiful posts on social media about how great things are and how much you love each You're other. Like, uh... And it's like, those are the extremes. And you go from one to the other and one to the other. And I don't think we're capable or built 
to handle those emotional swings. Mm-hmm. I think six, seven, eight, maybe a nine. Maintain that for as long as you can. When you drop, you want to drop to maybe a three or a four, but never to a one and bounce back. Now, obviously, things like death. Yeah, I was going to say, there's certainly marriage, times that might birth, fall to that. All these things yeah. are going to take you to the extremes. Outliers. But it's a yeah. spike. It's it's a blip on the on the chart mm-hmm. as opposed to something that's continuous. So what you were saying and what I was saying are the same. I just gave Yeah, like nothing a, is as good or as bad as it seems. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, it's and it's very true. I mean, when you think about it, when, when you go back, right, you buy a new car. If you're a car guy or something like that. I mean, take, everybody loves getting yeah. a new car. Okay, so you buy a new car. You're pretty high. You're h- higher up on that scale of happiness and joy, right? But then after a week, it wears off and it's just another new car. Do you want me to give you that in my perspective rather than cars? Sure. You I was buy a say nice new pair of white Nikes, you <laughs> yeah, wear them out, yeah. and you walk outside and you're halfway walking between somewhere and it starts to rain and they're white. And then you're a one. And you can't float yet. You haven't <laughs> learned how to hover. Still working on that one. <laughs> so so you go, that's when you go from a 10 to one. Well, then you literally let yourself in somewhere and it's like, hey, I'm not leaving till that rain goes off. I might be here for 12 hours. I got white <laughs> Nikes on. <laughs> Steven will take off his shoes and walk barefoot <laughs> to get home. It's, I've ruined so many pairs of shoes by not looking at the weather. Oof. Especially if they're suede. That'll always get them. Yeah. Suede ones. But... Positive, negative notion. So I want to talk a little bit about managing emotion, uh, different ways to do that, some ways that I have found to do that. So today I will give you an example, not a full example, but I found out a, a particular business relationship that I might thought uh, that I thought might come to fruition didn't. And so I started, first I didn't feel anything. I'm like, oh, okay. Like you, it, it could have happened, six. it couldn't have happened. You were a six. Yeah, yeah, I just maintained, right? And then I dropped probably down to a five or a four not like negative and then like for an hour maybe thinking about like oh crap man i started to wrap my head around what this might look like some of the positive things that would come out of it and like you start thinking about the future right and then you find out that's not going to happen at least not right now so that's what i told myself okay it's not gonna happen right now and then i look back and said man i really had a good year last year like i'm i'm i've got really great clients that are referring in new people that stuck with me through the tough times of March and April, like making more money, taking care of more people. And all of my clients are really good and nice people. Like, and even if I don't change anything, if I just continue to maintain, I'm going to hit the goals that I have for myself when I'm 35 and 40 years old. Right? So I'm on track to already do the things that I want to do. This would just have been a propulsion forward. It was a change. And I think any type of change evokes emotion to your point, anything, a deviation from the exception, right? Like causes emotion one way or another, but stopping and like doing gratitudes is something that I've been just, whenever I start to feel a negative emotion, it's like, ah, stop. Again, the funk that I talked about, I think I even mentioned this in like stopping, going through gratitudes, looking at the things that are working and focusing on the things that are working and using that negative emotion. So, okay, here was my feeling. Here's my negative emotion not stoked about that what does that mean okay well it means i'm gonna go do x y and z to put myself in the position to someday have that again in the future and maybe it'll even be a more positive relationship than this one would have been right because you never know what the outcome truly is until you're living it so uh i looked at the gratitudes and then i created my action items based off of my negative feelings right like here here's my negative feelings i see that it sucks 
here's the things I'm going to do to put myself on a path that I can have that again. And then I'm going to look and say, here are my gratitudes. Here's the things that have gone really well in the last year from a business standpoint. Yeah. I like that. And I like it for multiple reasons. One, you're showing massive adaptability, which shows that you're agile. And, and I think that shows a level of emotional intelligence. A lot of people that were in your situation would be focused on the fact that they're not moving forward with this partnership, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the negative. That's the, the ones and the twos. Yeah, and I, I can't change it. Yeah. But I think you showed massive amount of perspective by being able to say, yeah, maybe it wasn't going to work out anyway. And you know, I told you I had my reservations. Yeah. I think you had reservations, um, albeit that you were closer to the situation and could make much better decisions than I could have from the outside. Um, but yeah, I, I think what you did there was you've taken something that eh, it feels like a little bit of a body blow, but I feel all right about it. Yeah. And I'm going to keep doing what I've done and I'm going to keep growing and I'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a setback. It's just a deviation in your course, right? Yeah. So I told my well, another one of my colleagues this morning when he came in and we were chatting about it. I was like, you know, I think one of the best things I've gotten out of uh, my psychologist guy that I've seen, and again for those of you that are just like haven't heard the, my talk on like seeing a psychologist for the last six or eight months, like so I started to see a psychologist. It's been really good, not because I was in a negative or broken state. But because I think even supercars need tune-ups, right? It's like I think everybody should see a psychologist actually at this point. Like, like God, I might just come in to keep chatting with you. Like, stuff's kind of like it's it's actually it's nice to have someone to bounce ideas off of. Yeah. Um, but well, I think one of the biggest things I got was a true appreciation and understanding of myself with regard to control. And so it's like, okay, at the end of the day, it was like, you need to. Control the controllables. You got to. Re- I, I know that I like to control the situation. I'm a high D on the disc scale. You know, if you look at personality personality types, like I'm a high D. I'm a controlling person. I want things to go my way. I get that, <laughs> but I can't control situations that I can't control. Right? Like I might want to control someone's decision, and I can influence that. But at the end of the day, their decision is their decision, and it's not mine. So it's like I've truly come to a spot where it's like. Okay, well, you made that decision. I'm moving on. See you later. Like, I'll still be here for a drink when you want to catch up. Like, I'll still be your friend, but I'm going to have to go a different direction then now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Oh. We're going to move off in a different direction. Okay. Talk to me about a time in your life, and then you can talk about this with other people as well, where you avoided emotions where you suppressed emotions, where you didn't really dive in and and face up to what you had to do? Well, usually if it's something like that, it's because you know it's going to be a difficult conversation, right? So, I mean, mean, with clients, I've certainly done it (laughs) where you know that they have an expectation, like they have unrealistic expectations as to what uh, performance should be over what time frame right so if they're like i expected a double digit return you're like it's been six months it's been a year it's been two years like some years you don't get anything (laughs) so it's like when you know that they're a very aggressive person and they expect a certain return which you can't control i can't control their return i mean we know that but i start to get like a little anxiety around those conversations and you start to be like oh god i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to call that person. <laughs> so what, what's what emotion are you suppressing there then on, on your on your scale? Uh, what's emotions? the words? I, I I would even like. I guess negative excitement is that one. It says excitement, but I'm like, <laughs> not sadness, not anger. Anxiety, trepidation. Anxiety isn't one of them, but anxiety, contempt, fear, shame, guilt. Fear. Yeah, fear. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. anxiety, fear. Yeah. So, so you suppress it and just avoid it. Yeah, and it's not because I'm scared to have the conversation with them. It's because I don't want to have to listen to them talk <laughs> about why it didn't. You know, it's just like God. It's just gonna be another conversation. But now I do a lot better with those conversations because i just do it head on like so you just rip the, the bandwidth just i'm just like you know what here's what we did here's the returns here's why and if they're like well that's not great i'm like well if only i had a crystal ball and could tell you exactly what was going to happen right it's like I, I mean believe me i'm as bummed about not having you know double digit returns over some arbitrary time period as you are but i can't control that i can't control what the market does so you know and if you're not happy with that then you're welcome to go down the street and have the same problem because it's going to happen at some point there too. The reason I ask is until maybe three, four years ago, I thought I was Superman. I suppressed all the emotions. I remember you talking about this a little while ago. Um, you know, I didn't think I had to feel anything and didn't address things. And it led to not necessarily a breakdown, but it led to a point where I was just like, I've got to change. You know, I, I would I've alienated say people by suppressing. It emotions. was probably two years and a month ago. A, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> when the podcast started, it was a wee, even a wee bit before that. Okay. I mean, I, it, it came to a head. Yeah, and then the podcast became an outlet, and you know, I, I mean, we talked about it even in our intro originally, the first year about how raw and vulnerable we were going to be. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And, I mean, that was so challenging for me because I'd always suppressed so many emotions. Yeah, I remember. I'm great. Saying, I don't yeah. need you. I'm I'm fine. I'm, you know. I'm an independent strong man. Yeah. And I feel stronger and better for having the last three years or so not suppressing the emotions, mm -hmm. feeling everything, sharing things. Mm-hmm. Um, being vulnerable makes you more relatable too yeah um you know so instead of think of it as just pressure building up pressure building up pressure building up and then exploding mm -hmm. i would get to those extremes and explode every now and again and how would you explode i feel like anger towards people like just yeah that wound up anxiety and yeah irritable um and physically uh i mean i got fat 2014 oh, yeah, yeah. I was I mean I was 250 pounds and fat if I showed you a picture then it's on our Instagram no 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 no. I'm talking 2014 oh. I'm not talking like little chunky when we started ordinary to extraordinary I'm talking straight fat like <laughs> not talking a little chunky I'm no it was it was bad yeah. so I think physically it manifests I think it manifests in an irritability and agitation and anxiety and me not sleeping so I know yeah, not sleeping. by not suppressing emotions and actually addressing things head on to your point and, and having adult conversations, mm -hmm. it makes me sleep better. It makes me feel better. It makes me function better as a human. So, and so the reason you've so heard us, I mean, us say being the podcast, you know, quick to hire or slow to hire, quick to fire, mm -hmm. right? I think that quick to fire thing, like quick to fire your negative emotions, uh -huh. like by addressing it on, like, 
you know, slow to feel positive emotions because you want to protect your heart to some degree, right? And then quick to fire the negative emotions that are not productive to you, right? So get rid of them, acknowledge them. And that's what you're talking about is, is I'm feeling the emotion. It, is it positive or negative? I'm acknowledging it either way. And then I'm moving on from it or I'm showing gratitude for that positive emotion. So suppressing emotions essentially is going to create that build up of cortisol in your system, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the stress. And that's stress your stress hormone. Yeah. And yeah, it can affect your weight. It can affect your skin. It can affect your sleeping. It can affect recovery. Everything that you do so well naturally can be affected by just not feeling and addressing the emotions that you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. So. so you started feeling emotion. I don't know. You've talked about this with relationships specifically a lot on the podcast too. I mean, there was like a, a multi-month period of time where we were talking a lot on relationships and you were pretty vulnerable uh, on the podcast. And I know you even joked about it feeling like a counseling session. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I, I will say I will, I will agree that I think I have seen you become more and more uh, – Human? Positively emotional. <laughs> yeah, human. Less of the Star Trek logical sociopath, more of a human being. Yeah. So that's a, and that's a good thing. I, I'm saying nice job. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want a hug? No. Okay. Maybe later. <laughs> There's a table in between us right now, and I don't want to get up. You want a hug? I remember one of these times. I can't remember how long ago it was. I walked in, and, and, and you were you had I can't remember if you were working on stuff or you had stuff set up. And I can't remember if I was mad about something or what had happened. We'd had an argument. Oh, was that what it was? And you're like, I feel like you need a hug. It was in the group chat. Remember, we had to take our chat out. Yeah, group chat. yeah. And that's when I got mad at but you. But we talked on the phone and figured it out. But you walked yes. in. Yeah, that's right. You're like, I feel like you need a hug. And I gave you a hug. You did. It was weird. No. Huh. Especially when you grabbed my butt. That was the weird part. I didn't know what that was all about. What's a hug without a butt grab? I didn't grab his butt, by the way. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> didn't miss a beat there, though. You thought you were going to make me feel uncomfortable. Talking about oh, grabbing butts when we didn't. I, At this point, uh, uncomfortable is probably not in either of your eyes' emotions. Yeah. <laughs> So discomfort. I've got a little <coughs> note here. I said, here are the things that I do to try and make logic-based oh, okay. decisions mm, okay. using emotional intelligence. Okay. So logic will never not be part of my decision-making process, right? It's always there. But, and I agree, and I you say, it's like you don't let, don't let, uh, Politics and emotion get in the way of math, like when I'm talking about the market, mm-hmm. right? So to your point, don't make emotional decisions for what should be a logical mathematical decision. Exactly. So I like so it. I like it. I like it's only going. three things. Okay, let's hear it. I've got to step back and view it from further away. Yeah. Right? Zoom out. What does this look like from the outside? What does it look like from someone else's perspective? Yep, yep. What would you think if you weren't in this situation, but you saw this situation kind of thing? Yeah. Right? Um, take a breather or a break sometimes and th- this is so true of problems with work sometimes I spend so long looking at the computer or on the phone with somebody and it's like I just need to walk away and go for a walk take a breather, take a break go read, I've got a magazine on my desk and there's a bunch of magazines over there by the little 
little hangout here. area yeah i'll go and read an, i'll go and read for five ten minutes just read one article break it up come back all right i'm fresh and i can start again so take that break take a reset breather, break a reset and i'm gonna give yourself grace or show yourself compassion did you just say the word grace yes you that's supposed to be my stuff i'm supposed to preach like grace and joy and happiness and you're supposed to be the debbie downer no like what the heck so by that i mean often and i can say this specifically about you yeah our biggest critic right you're your own biggest oh, critic. Yeah. Yeah. and sometimes you got it again by seeing it from i've the gotten outside, better about that by seeing it from the outside or someone else's perspective kind of. you're often going to be able to give yourself a little bit more grace and go all right i'm not as bad as i was my emotions shouldn't be at the extremes i can get back to that six five six seven range five six seven eight right mm-hmm. i'm back to where i should be because i'm actually giving myself a little grace and saying hey you could turn it into a song too there's only five there's only six seven eight 24 Who hours we in a day appreciate me and i can only spend so many of those doing what i needed to do no so, i agree i think that's yeah that's uh wise thanks jesus what i was gonna say though people don't 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 what they're listening to here ben we're being nice did to you each guys other just agree again with each other this is disgusting what kind of podcast is this <laughs> <laughs> um what i was gonna say in just a different version of what you were saying is so when i get emotional about anything specifically anything financial for me it's like, I'm like, okay, would this be a decision that I would want my clients to make? How would I want my clients to make this decision, right? Is that what I want them to make it a positive decision, negative? Like, what specifically would I want my client to do? If I was advising them, again, taking, I don't have any emotion in their situation necessarily. It's like, so I'm thinking from a purely logical standpoint. It's like, what would I, if Stephen was my client, want Stephen to do in this situation that I am in? Here's the facts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, that's how I'll try to make a decision. It's like, and how would it look optically if my clients got to watch me make this decision for myself, right? And see, so it's like, if you had to make these decisions and these things in full transparency, how would you want it to look, right? Would the decision that you make behind a closed door be the same decision that you would make in a glass room, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, I will say that's kind of how I make decisions a lot of the time too, right? It's like because at the end of the day, you can't hide from you can't hide from your heart, Stephen. You can't hide from your heart. Stop it. If we're gonna get we go hit and Stephen agrees because he's wearing a shirt that says Heartland on it. Yeah. So reciprocity. Oh, I have emotional reciprocity. Yeah, I want you to think about this, and this is such a conundrum. Bum, bum, bum. Let's say you and I are arguing. Okay. That I'm never happens. I'm agitated and angry at you. That never You're happens. You're agitated and angry at me. Nah, it doesn't happen either. And we both show, or I show it to you, what's your first reaction usually? Would you show what? Agitation and anger. You made it. What do you do with it? You get agitated and angry agitated back. And That's why I say you meet it. Right? <laughs> yeah. But let's say... We walk up to each other in the street and I'm like, hey, buddy, I give you a hug and I'm, how are you? What's new? And I'm, I'm giving you all these positive emotions. What do you meet it with? Probably like, what the hell's wrong with you? We were arguing. All right, let's say it's not me. <laughs> it's someone else. I mean, it tempers the situation, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if somebody comes swinging, you're going to start swinging. If somebody comes and they're kneeling, you're not, 
un, you're less likely to chop their head off. So th- this is this is kind of the conundrum when it comes to emotion. The emotion you show is often the emotion you're met with. Mm-hmm. So it's reciprocal, right? Therefore, if we can eighty percent of the time, if we can focus on positive traits, empathy, compassion, grace, yeah. love. All of those things, when and I don't mean to sound like a hippie from the 60s at Woodstock, but everything you put out, you're going to get back. Mm-hmm. More often mm-hmm. than not. Agreed. Therefore, if we're on that negative end of the scale of emotion, and we're de- but we're demonstrating anger, agitation, nervousness, what are some of the other negative emotions on your list? Shame, um, guilt, guilt, shame. Anger, disgust, contempt. Yeah, con- contempt. There you go. You show that towards other people, it's coming back at you mm-hmm. nine times out of ten because we're human, yeah. And it's hard to rise above it all the time. Well, so it's good. Uh, there's a it's it's kind of like I said, well, it's a conundrum. It's the reciprocity of emotion, right? The other thing I was gonna say, uh, if you're ever in a period where you feel like I just can't control my emotions right now, like then remove yourself physically from the situation too. Like if there's a particular situation that is evoking a negative emotion, like just physically remove yourself, walk outside, right? Go for a walk, leave, get some fresh air. If Steven is just driving me crazy to the point I want to throat punch him, then that'd be the anger emotion, if you're wondering, then I'll just, you'd leave the room, right? Go to the bathroom, splash some water in your face, go outside, walk the parking lot, whatever it might be that you need to do, you physically remove yourself at the end of it and give yourself some time and space to heal. There's a great quote. It's a quote slash meme slash whatever you would say. It's like, do you know why the doctor's office makes you wait so long in the waiting room? No. Because time is the best healer. (laughs) But it's true. I'm just trying to figure out in what world you think you could actually throat punch me. See, I, I knew Stephen was going to go to that. So Stephen is going with the emotion of what emotion would that? <laughs> Probably some contempt. There's a little contempt there. Yeah, <laughs> I've knocked bigger people than you out the way to watch fights. See, and so now he's going to go down here. <laughs> Ego. I don't know if it's an emotion, but if it was, it would be Stevens. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, I don't have anything else in the story to say. I think we're at kind of a nice little spot to wrap it up. Yeah, before we go, I'm trying to remember the five. There's five tenets of emotional intelligence, and I'm going to try and do them in order. Might get them a little bit out of whack. And you can look this up if you want. Self-awareness. Motivation. Self-regulation social skills and empathy. Good job. Did I get them? Yeah. Self-awareness, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. Yeah. So those are the five tenets, I guess, of... um, This is in leadership specifically. Emotional intelligence. That's what the books talk about. And all of those things... But more often than not, I think everything starts with self-awareness. So in order Mm -hmm. to regulate, motivate, show empathy, or demonstrate social skills, it all starts with that. Correct. Yeah, I'd agree. Self-awareness. It's it's understanding 
of your feelings. It's like when, why am I feeling this feeling, right? It's like, it's hard to build a house upon a foundation that you don't understand. Like you mm-hmm. got to know the foundation. So you got to know your own basic foundation. And until you can acknowledge your emotions, I don't know how you understand your basic foundation. Yeah. I agree with you though. I think we have come to the point that we ask everybody to like. So much agree. Yes. Follow, rate, review. And you know what? Some of you aren't doing it because I see our listener numbers, so I know some of you aren't liking, sharing, rating, review, and all that stuff. So you need to get your booty up on there and be liking, rating, review, and stuff. So I got a message the other day. Oh, jeez. This is fun. It's a girl I used to coach. She lives in Dallas now. She's married. So she's 24, 25. Okay, 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 okay. And she uh, takes a picture of her computer screen. O2E. And she said... Working while listening to your podcast, your latest podcast. And I was like, oh, crap, when did you start listening? This was on Snapchat. Um, oh, crap, when did you start listening? She's like, oh, I've been listening for a long time. Veronica does too, which is another girl that I coached. Huh. I was like, holy crap, you're all... And she's like, it's great. And I was like, have you rated and reviewed it yet? She's like, I think I rated. I've not done a review, but I'll make sure I do that. I was like, yeah, you better. You're like, I'm going to be watching now that I know you so, listen. <laughs> Olivia, I'm calling you out. If you're still listening, I expect a review as well as a rating, even if it's bad. We should tag her in a post and be like, did you rate it, Olivia? <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to. <laughs> That's too funny. So, no, I thought that was cool, though. That is cool. Well, appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hopefully garner some wisdom for that we've looked off of Google to get. <laughs> I didn't get much off Google. I did. Not today. I know. I mean, the other days I look stuff up, but today was mostly... But no, I, I, again, our, our listens have been doing pretty good. They've been holding steady at, at a high number. We hit a benchmark and then it has seemed to stay there, which is pretty cool. Despite, despite the fact that during COVID podcast numbers plummeted, ours actually went up. Oh, well, that's saying. good. I didn't know that. Just saying. But... Yeah, it's been good. We continue to like to grow it, bring more value, hopefully, to people that want to listen. Mm-hmm. That is done again by rating, reviewing, liking, sharing, sharing. Yeah. And honestly, on, on whatever platform you listen to, regardless of whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher. But I will just also say that if they don't, they might see the emotion of anger come out next time we see them in person. Wow. I won't be angry, but Ben might be. Olivia. all right we're gonna go until the next time be good to yourselves and to each other boom